Welcome to Co-op Mode Reviews, a monthly video game podcast where four guys talk about a video game of their choice. I'm Mike Espy. I've been told my name is Josh Ackerman. I'm Christopher L.W.E. <laughs> and I'm Ben Teed. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is already messed up start. Cool beans. Uh, so this t- this is this is episode sixty five, and we are talking about the two thousand thirteen game Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Um, a I'm I'm kind of glad we well, not kind of glad, but I'm glad we played this game this year because during the two thousand seventeen E three, the creators of this game Starbreeze, I believe it is Starbreeze. Starbreeze. Um, they are coming out with a co op adventure game called A Way Out, which is essentially a prison break game, which uh, looks Swedish. Looks pretty cool. Starbreeze? Yes. Was that was that again, Chris? It's Starbreeze. Yep. Star- it's Starbreeze, yes. The, the a, makers of Chronicles of Riddick. Semi-large studio. There's another game The Darkness. Called the Raid World War II. Raid World War II. Oh, is that right? Uh, Syndicate, The Darkness, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Uh, they're from Sweden. Hmm. They're Starbreeze. Oh, really? These guys did Riddick? <laughs> yeah, Riddick way back in the day. I love that game. The hell, I think man? I still have yeah. it somewhere. I really loved that game. What a what yeah, a that like, one and, and eclectic sorry, library of like games. It's really weird. Yeah, they got yeah, several and, games uh, right now. It looks like Dead by Daylight, Raid World War Two. He seemed pretty excited. That sounds awesome. He seemed pretty excited during the announcement. So, uh, I I, did, yeah. I I guess I I don't know. I guess he's been like called like the Scorsese over at, in over in Sweden. So in terms of like. Uh, storytelling so uh i mm. guess that's he's pretty popular i think his name is uh is it joseph uh ferris ferris something like that. yes joseph ferris he's a filmmaker i don't think he was i don't know if he's fully staffed at star star breeze okay. i think he's just a movie director and it's my understanding that he had a project that he wanted to do that was going to be a film but then translated into a game Interesting. And it's about yeah, and a lot of the dark elements from his film idea was translated into this game, Brothers. Because if you know anything about Joseph Ferris over there in Sweden, you know my my readings or findings have shown that he like had pretty much a pretty dark past, full of war and stuff like that. Not in Sweden. He's a he's a uh, uh, immigrant so of Sweden. What, but... what war happened in Sweden? Uh, you know, I forget. I forget what the uh, I forget what the the conflict was that he had. Uh, but he he left whatever his other country was, and I and I see. I wish I could remember that. It's not in front of me. Got it. But uh, he left and, and moved when he was a kid uh, to Sweden. So, yeah. Interesting. So I and find out too. One Libya. What's that? Uh, would you say Libya? It was a it was a Libyan conflict. Lebanese. Okay. Lebanon. Oh, Lebanon. No, God damn it. Lebanese. Oh yeah, okay, Lebanese. Yeah, Lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> Lesbian. Oh no! All right, this podcast is getting shut down. That's good. Oh uh, boy. Anyway, yeah. So before before we move on to our main feature of the evening, uh, I think it's I think it's appropriate since we haven't really talked about what other games we've been playing. So I. 
I would like to quickly just start off. I won't go into much detail, but I've been playing a shit ton of games here and there. Uh, I've been going back and forth with Overwatch. Uh, I just recently acquired Diablo 3, the like Ultimate Edition, whatever it is. Oh, shit. For the PS4. I just bought it off a friend of mine um, for 15 bucks because he said he doesn't play his PS4 anymore. And I thought, why the hell not? 15 bucks? Okay, sure. Why not? Uh, then I've also been playing a lot of Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Um, I know Josh. Josh, I know Josh was not in not favor, like not a fan of that game. But uh, considering how far I'm into it right now, I gotta say I it, it still rings very true. How uh, very much similar to the very to the very first game, uh, not the very first, but Deus Ex Human Revolution, where atmospherically it is fantastic. The music is great. I think Michael McCann and isn't, there's another. Uh, I think there's two more composers, and I I'm very sorry that I, their names escape me, but the music in that game is again top notch. So, and then like their attention to detail. Mark Brown did a video uh, specifically on Deus Ex, uh, how it's been cat- like it's categorized as like a hub world, not a sandbox, not an open world, but a hub world. Um, and it, and it's like, you know, it's very, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of small, but you can easily get from one place to another. And like with Deus Ex Mankind Divided, it's the, like the attention to detail is immaculate. But even with all that said, um, my, I think the gripes are still there, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the gameplay where, uh, I don't think some things are spelled out for you. And I don't mean like in a hand, hand holding way. But I feel like there are times I, f- I feel like I have to jump through hoops to get to a certain thing, to, uh, to accomplish a certain task. Uh, just like for the very instance, I, the very first task was to get a pocket secretary, which is, which is an item that you pick up, which contains information. And nine times out of ten, it's like a password code for a laptop or a code for, your, for like a, a door. Well... I had to go find this before I could even start the first mission. And it's like, you'd, first off, fuck that noise. Let me just start <laughs> Let me just start the game and play it. And then introduce me to the other element that – introduce me to this element, you know, that's going to be in the rest of the game. Don't do it right, very, right before the very first mission and make it incredibly fucking hard to find. And so, and so instead of finding the pocket secretary – I hacked the door, which is always an option, but it's like, I shouldn't have to do this at the very first mission. But aside from that, like, it's, I still think, um, the game lends itself to be... You're not a true Deus Ex fan, buddy. Fuck you! You're you're supposed to always be able to do hacky things, like, weird hacky things like that in Deus Ex games. I know. Like, they're bugs. That's a Deus Ex game, buddy. Uh... It's the year 2000. Uh... Welcome to the year 2000. Game of the year edition. Game of the year <laughs> Invisible War. Oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, still, even with those gripes, I still think um, that it's a pretty solid entry uh, for the most part. Like, I still like the story. I still like uh, the characters. I, the design of the game is just absolutely phenomenal. 
Like it's hell yeah. It, I think it it embodies the term escapism to its fullest uh, term, like to the fullest degree. Like every time I put my headphones on, because I play with headphones on the PS4, because the other headphone sets are USB based, I could plug that right into the USB port and no issues, and that it just sound it's just fucking great to get back into that world and just even walk around and hang out. It's just yeah, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it'd probably be best served as a movie, but as a game, I'm glad I have this option where it's it's not time sensitive to go do something. I can do whatever I want, whatever I want, whenever I want, sort of thing. I dig that. But nonetheless, yeah, it's still it still has its Deus Ex quirks for sure, but uh, overall, I'm really liking it. Uh, and then I've started playing Rocket League on the PS4 with my buddy Ryan. Um, that has been oh, shit. that has been some, that's been some good times too. Uh, then I did play some Titanfall two with you guys. Uh, yeah, that was great. Oh yeah. So do we need to do that again. That was cool. I have to pick up the yeah. PS4 version of that so I can play with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's kind of like a horde mode, Chris. It, it it's pretty much oh, like you oh, play... you're talking about that new co-op. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah well, the good. new co-op, it's yeah, it's pretty much just like a like a like a horde mode, but it's still great. It's still pretty cool because and it's four players. You get to pretty much, it's yeah, it's literally four players max, and that's the that's the makes up uh, the entire group. Only five rounds though. That's the weird thing about this co-op is it only lets you it only lets you fight up to five rounds and but, it doesn't let you just keep going like but the gears of war just goes up to like 50 or whatever but aren't the rounds pretty lengthy though like i thought those rounds lasted yeah yeah they're pretty tough too like you know the, the difficulty ramps up throughout each and then you know if it's not big enemies jumping in it's tiny little ones that could take you out you know even if you're a pilot you know there's these little tiny spiderly creatures i can't remember what they're called ticks i guess or something yeah something like that yeah and uh, and they can take you out just by exploding right next to you if you're a pilot. You mm-hmm. know, and, and you can set your your Titan to go off and do all sorts of things, and then and then you're you're fighting and trying to pick off enemies that are coming in. Like I I was trying to snipe for a while on one of the maps with you guys, and uh, realized that uh, it's not necessarily an effective way to take out pilot-looking enemies because ticks can just sneak right up them behind you and explode. They're like like pretty much grenades with legs. Like little yeah. spider legs. and They just follow you. Yeah, That's, that's a good explanation. Going. They really like, are. They're like remote minds with legs. Yeah, that's a good explanation. I like that. But man, yeah, it's, that, it's good. It's a good It's a good thing. I, I think you would enjoy it, Chris. That, I, I, any, just about any mode in that game, it seems to me if you're trying to play with a sniper rifle, you're, you are trying to play it wrong. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying. I'm just trying to play it the wrong way. Then <laughs> I'm just. I was. Everyone else is in a Titan, or they're setting up, you know, stuff. They're all quote unquote playing it correctly, and I'm just like, what would happen if I uh, set up here? And like, you know, not a very effective. But the the guns in the game, though, I will say they are very. I like the feeling. I like the feeling of these guns. Yeah, they're way more fun than the first the the first title. Um, yeah, I feel that same too. So yeah, and having played some of the single player as well uh, that I'm going through too, and man, those I I love the controls. The controls are nice, fucking solid. Part part of my they're language, but they they are tight, man. Like yeah. they're the yeah. I I don't play many 
uh, first-person shooter games on a uh, on a on a controller. I, I'm I'm primarily a you know mouse and keyboard. I'm pretty sure people already gather that, so I'm I'm being a broken record here. But playing Titanfall two with a controller, man, it that is it's butter, baby, butter. Just uh, you know why they're so it. damn tight? Why? Because these are most of the Call of Duty guys that are making this. Ah, this is true. Yeah, that makes sense. They learned a hell of a lot. Your former Infinity Ward people. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Well, right. I will take your word for it, man. It's just like, a, it's, it's, it's mobile. It's good. You're just mobile. You can yeah. always be moving. You know, you you don't you never have to stop. There's almost always a way. Even when you're uh, walking on the on the walls and stuff like that, there's an ability to like shift your weight or sh- or shift your your momentum in mid in midair, which is obviously very unrealistic, but still fun. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't. That's not what matters. The realism. The realism here. Fuck all that. It, it's just. It's just crazy yeah. robot fun. So it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about what about you guys? Is there any other titles that I haven't mentioned that? Oh you yeah. Playing your off time. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> for, 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 fuck me. All right. All right cool. Uh, let's let's go through Josh, man. How about you, man? Oh god. Uh, I'm playing Splatoon two, which is really good. Oh uh, holy shit! Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have like. A list of games I'm playing, but that's one of the ones that I've been uh, playing quite a bit. Just kind of, you know, I mean, the Switch is so great that you can just like pull it out of the dock and like take it in the bedroom and like lay there, you know, before you go to sleep and just play a couple rounds. And Splatoon 2 is perfect for that because they're super short. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember. I think they're they're less than five minute rounds. I don't remember what the the exact nice. amount of time is, but they're just super rapid fire rounds. Um, you can just get a couple in. They had this what they call splat fests. Um, that they they run like every month where like you it's usually food based so this last one was ketchup versus mayonnaise and so like everyone that like loves ketchup just kind of arbitrarily like signs up and like I like ketchup and then people sign up for the mayonnaise team and then it's like this giant like uh, you know like each game you're in it's like you're against the opposing mayonnaise team for instance and then uh, at the very end of this Splatfest, you basically get, like, a reward based on whether your team won or lost and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It's really rad. Um, would definitely recommend it. Like, Splatoon was one of those ones where I played the demo, and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm into this. Like, I wasn't really on board right away, but I went with my instinct, as I've told you guys before, where it's like, if I don't <laughs> like the demo, like, odds are I might still like the game. So I was like, I'll give it a shot since there's not a ton else on switch and uh, i'm happy i did because it's it's really really fun are you uh gaming with neil by any chance i haven't gotten the opportunity to yet i've added him um so he's on my friends list but he hasn't been online at the same time i have which you know it's understandable given the time change or time difference is his is his friend code uh uh eight six seven five three oh nine exclamation point hashtag dollar sign jesus Oh, Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, I'm sorry those uh, those friend codes, whatever you want to call them. I I've seen them. And I just go, this is terrible. It's, it's terrible. Straight, it's like not even something that someone would have considered in like the year 2000 when they were thinking about online games. It's just so fast <laughs> backwards. I can't even like wrap my head around it. But whatever. I mean, you know. You don't buy a Nintendo, Nintendo system. Nintendo is just going to be Nintendo. Like a bust, like, you know, multiplayer gaming experience, although you hope that that's something that they get much better at. 
So it's just kind of a bonus for oh, me. Oh, I, I do anyway. one, one more question for you. You, yeah. you, play, you. you said you played it online, right? Yeah, I play it online every night. Okay, so how is the online service? Because don't you have to use an app on your phone to play online? Is, like, is it, I is don't it... voice chat with anyone, so it's just random people anyway. So oh, really... okay, so you yeah. don't have to have the app to no, that's okay. if you want to voice chat with folks, like with with people uh, that are in your party, like your friends. Although I've heard that even trying to coordinate and get on the same team with your friend is like really hard and just unnecessarily like obtuse. Like, so, like so that... it'll just put you on opposite teams, like no, no matter whether you're in the same party or not, which is just stupid. So just get on so, fucking Discord or Skype and just call it a day. Then that's pretty what I much. Get. That's kind of what I what I'm hearing. So whatever, I'll come to that. I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Once other friends get this game and get a switch, so cool. So what else? So you have a- yeah. So other than that, I'm playing Zelda here and there. I'm like purposely not doing like marathon gaming sessions with that, like I was when I first got it, because I accidentally played 50 hours of it already, and <laughs> I'm only like I'm like halfway through it. I would say, as in terms of like the main missions, although there's a ton of shrines I haven't like found yet. There's just a ton of side quests I haven't done yet. But I also have like a giant trip I'm taking next month, and I really want to have like a uh, game like that that I can dive into. Yeah, exactly. So I've That's been like, one. it's like eating half your dessert and like putting it in the fridge and being like thinking about it every night. <laughs> I really eat that cake, but I gotta it's save it tomorrow. So, so, it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. That's my thing. But that game it is just, just makes me so happy. Unspeakably good. I mean, it just really yeah. is incredible. That is. Um, that is. Other than that, I'm always playing Rainbow Six. Even though I yeah. uh, I'm playing Shadow <laughs> of Mordor, which of course is our upcoming next game. You Ooh. know what else I pulled out recently in light of uh, recent political tensions was Fallout 4. Because I was like, you know what? The... <laughs> I better get prepared. <laughs> exactly. I might as well think about what's going to happen when I crawl out of my home and it's just a crater. So. <laughs> I have never, ever finished a Fallout game. <laughs> Fallout four or three or two or I've never either finished have I. Fallout game. Either have I. Four is the first one I've actually seriously played, and I really like it. Like I think that they're finally at a point. Like I know that the graphics aren't anything that will, like blow you away, but it's finally to a point yes, where it's like acceptable, and they've polished things to the point to where I can get through it. Like I tried to play three. I think I rented it, and it was just so clunky, and like the graphics were muddy, and like I just that those two things alone were just like nope. I'll wait for the next one. And so this one finally, like, the lighting effects are good. And, like, you know, sure, the color. facial animations are weird. And there's weird character things and stuff that you just, you know, it's Bethesda. So it is what it is. But yeah, there's, um, actually, there's actually color in Fallout 4. That's from what I've seen yeah, in terms of screenshots. Exactly. It's not just, like, overcast and poop all the time. So that's that goes yeah. a long way. I've seen my younger brother play Fallout 3, and I just thought, I understand this is supposed to be, like, apocalyptic, but this game kind of looks like shit in the worst way possible. <laughs> like, it's right. not, like, like it's not, like, pretty apocalyptic. Like, it's it, it's not even appealing. That's what it is. And it's just like, no, I don't even want to play this because this looks like shit, and it looks, and it looks like if plays like shit too so and he's like yeah. playing on the 360 at the time so i was like nah i'll pass that's yeah totally so this me. one i mean it's you know it's one that uh that i am getting into a little bit dude every time i play a big game like this now after i have a switch i'm like i wish this was on switch because i can just so much more easily 
like uh isn't it coming oh no 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 that's skyrim that's skyrim never it's skyrim. It's skyrim it's not out of the question to believe that fallout might come to switch but you know i don't know just these big games like i found that with zelda like i don't know i don't think i'd be nearly as far into zelda right now if it wasn't on if it wasn't available to just take with me anywhere oh so it's like enabling me to just put in like smaller bite-sized sessions and all of a sudden i'm like way farther in the game than i ever would have been otherwise that's pretty rad nintendo addict that's what it is so uh well thank you josh i'm glad you're having fun with games i hope everyone's having fun with games like you chris what about you are you having fun with games oh Oh, yeah lots of fun man Playing shit, I beat some shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. What PSN exclusive are you playing? Games. P- PSN exclusive. What, what, or not PSN exclusive. PSN free free game are you playing this month? <laughs> oh, I'm not playing a PSN free game. I'm, I'm hinting at that. Just... <laughs> oh, Jose, was I? No, no. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, but so... <laughs> I did, I did play some interesting shit lately. Some stuff got, I had to... uh... I'm playing some stuff I oh, played. Yeah. I played some stuff I haven't played. Lay it um, on me. Tell me. So now I'll lay, I'll lay that shit on you. After seeing that Wolfenstein 2 trailer and getting really excited about that, I decided to go back and replay uh, Wolfenstein: The oh, New yeah. Order in the in the way that there's there's a decision you make early in that game that affects rest of the game so i went back and i read i did that other decision i re, so i replayed it and then i started playing that expansion that i never got to play the old blood that's basically return to castle return to castle wolfenstein it's it's return to return to castle wolfenstein what wolfenstein to old blood is. lots of returns yeah because so did you play return to castle wolfenstein mm, no well, if you did, it's like that. So it's return to return to Castle Wolfenstein. I don't even know but, what that means. But with way better graphics. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, better graphics. That's a, that's an kind improvement. Uh, no, that's cool. Kind of. Um, I played a game enthusiastically, which I was surprised by, and finished it, and that was Watch Dogs. Oh, wow. So I liked shit. that game more than I thought I would. So the first one or the second one? The first one? The first one. Really? Yeah. I'm deep into the second one too. That's a better game. Yeah. In in many ways. I've heard I've heard a some, lot of mixed some would things say about in one. Some of the most important ways, it's a better game. <laughs> yeah. uh, are, are we talking about social commentary here? Uh, combination. Okay, cool. Like, combination, but no, uh, it just two plays better. There's is that hacking is actually more interesting in that game because there's more to it. The, the main player is more interesting and okay so let me ask you something ask oh. me how much do you know about watchdog you would you say you know a lot about it or not a lot uh i'm probably in the middle about it mainly this is this is mainly because of giant bomb and then mm-hmm. listen to giant bomb and just reading up on some articles about it so but just based it. on what you've read and now Tell me if you know what the story is about, but if you don't know what the story is about, what would you think the story of Watch Dogs is about? Are we, we're talking about the first one? Uh, the, the first fir- one. I don't know jack shit, man. Well, like, honestly, okay, I... Honestly, based on what you... Just ba- if you had to make a guess about what Watch Dogs is about, what would that guess be? Um, I guess... Well, uh, hi. Okay, let me just lead, just ask a leading question. Espy, if you thought that game had something to do with 
hacking, would you say, would you would it be fair for you to think that? Would you say that you thought it had something to do with hacking? Objection, yeah. leading the witness. <laughs> would you yeah, think that story? Yeah, 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 has no, to, yeah, yeah. Would you it's, think that de- the story? It's definitely. It's definitely it feels like hacking. Feels like almost like Big Brother type of shit. Would you to, feel that the story involved hacking? Well, yeah, that's why I was talking about like Big what Brother. What if I told shit. you the story has shit to do with hacking? Um. Yeah. The game is basically just about somebody being kidnapped, and you're trying to stop them, and you're basically stopping a bunch of corrupt, like. Business people, police, um, a sex tra- a sex trafficking ring, and hacking is just a mechanic in the game. Oh. So if you went into that game thinking that I don't know hacktivism was going to be part of the game, sorry, that's not for you, man. This is a different game. <laughs> uh, okay. So if I- you thought you were going to play Mr. Robot the game, you should play Watch Dogs too, because that game is actually about hacking. I thought it was about screen printing. I thought it was about screen printing guns. Not screen printing. 3D printing. printing Do that too. Screen printing. Shut up, Josh. Anyways. I thought it was about screen printing t-shirts and selling them out of your back of your car. Hey, Um, this this wine is strong. I will sum up up how goofy and weird and kind of cool Watch Dogs 2 is. Your experience points in that game is followers. Like... Oh, yeah, social media like, aspect, yeah. Yeah, social media followers. So your whole goal in that game is to gain enough followers who will install your app so that using those installs, you can have a backdoor into the CTOS system controlling all of the infrastructure of San Francisco. That sounds dope. It is dope, man. It's a pretty fun game. That sounds cool, actually. You awesome. get to do some pretty ridiculous stuff in that game, man. You can control forklifts remotely and run people over with the forklifts. You can control any car in the game remotely and run people over with it. That sounds... You can unlock a jeep that looks like the jeep from Jurassic Park and when you hit the horn, it sounds like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and it scares everybody on the street. That's... I like that. I like. Are we still talking about Watch Dogs 1 or 2? 2! Two. Two. Oh, okay. okay. No, 1 looks like it takes itself way too seriously. Much better. Yeah. Yeah, what Chris you just said is exactly what I've heard about Watch Dogs 2. There is a free demo, by the way, that's timed on PSN. I downloaded it and I played a little bit of it and it seemed cool. I didn't get too far into it, but I, I have heard all the same things you just said, that it's like a huge, awesome sandbox. Also, if you have a hunger for a GTA-style game without playing GTA 5 again, you should take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I love GTA. So yeah, that... Those two, that's what I've been playing. Dude. Oh, awesome. and uh, I, st- I restarted the game that broke my heart a year ago. That is oh. XCOM Enemy Within. Free White Buffalo. I don't know if I told you guys this. Did I ever tell you guys this? I was playing no, XCOM Enemy no, Within. No. And I got all the way to the end, right? Okay, so in Enemy Within, which is the expand, which is like the, call it like the director's cut enhanced edition of XCOM Enemy Unknown. Right? Yeah. Where they added in all this extra stuff, and there's like a whole second. There's like a second campaign within the main campaign, right? Okay. I got to the end of the side side campaign. I was in the final mission, and something happened where I guess a save gets my my save got corrupted or something. I don't know what the fuck happened. But whenever I'd load that save, the game would just quit to the desktop. Quit to the desktop, right? I uninstalled. I uninstalled the game, reinstalled it, didn't fix it. 
I factory reset my computer, installed Windows 10, because I hadn't installed it yet. Well, there's your problem. Did not restore any of my data. I reinstalled XCOM Enemy Within, loaded my Steam Cloud saves, same problem. So it's clearly my save is corrupted. There's no other explanation for it. And I need you guys to know that not, that was in the final mission of the second campaign. And once I got done I with that it. and got back to my base, all I had to do was press a button on my controller to launch the final mission of the game. That's how close I was to the end of XCOM Enemy Within. I this remember is, you saying this. This is also why I don't play PC games anymore. <laughs> I will never fucking play PC games again because of this. That, that sucks for you. On both accounts. Man. Speaking of game-breaking yeah, uh, bugs, I gotta tell you guys about a game-breaking bug I encountered while playing the game that we will be discussing tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yes, it is a very buggy oh, wait. game, isn't it? Actually, I'd had one too. I had to restart it as well. Okay, well, let's... let's... Then you, you must encounter the same bug as me. That's why I didn't get to finish it. Oh, no. But that let... would shock me, but we'll see. Okay, well, because, um... Because I restarted the game before I realized you could just restart the chapter. Wow. <laughs> Alright, well... Let's, uh, Ben, let's, uh, speak your piece about what, what you've been playing. And I then... had a lot to drink in between all these talking people. <laughs> um, alright, well, we're gonna try this. Uh, I finished, okay, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the quick version, because I have a list, alright? I'm okay. just gonna, like, say, like, a sentence on each one. Okay. Um, I can finally confirm to all of you Resident Evil 7 is a game that you should play if you like Resident Evil. Okay. Like, like, the, the, Check. the idea, the concept of, of Resident Evil finished it it's good i'm gonna replay it and see the next end, the the second ending and then i'm gonna uh, give the dlc there's multiple endings Fucking shit, I, mean, I don't want to say how many i don't want to say how many because that's kind of spoilery but i think there's at least two there is at least two <laughs> so there's at least two yes so all right i've confirmed that that is a good mo- uh, good movie a good game uh, I think that uh, I'm going to give the DLC a try at some point. I super like the the game uh, very much. Uh, moving on, Night in the Woods, little indie game. Uh, gosh, I can't remember who makes it. It's on Steam. I think it's like 15 bucks, 20 bucks, or something like that. Uh, it's from the Lost Constellation guy that made the freebie uh, or pay to play Lost Constellation game or whatever. You're an anthropomorphic little cat girl, 20 year old. Uh, she comes home from college and she comes back to her hometown, a small little town called Possum Springs. Uh, and, and she's like learning how to live, you know, kind of like she's not quite an adult. She's still kind of a kid coming of age type of story. Very, uh, very, uh, adventure story, adventure game slash, uh, dialogue driven story. And uh, I think it's really cool. It's a good, it's a good story-based game. Um, just, I've been enjoying my PS4. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse just me. interrupt. It, the uh, developer is called uh, uh, Infinite Fall. Infinite Fall. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. They, they they've made an amazing game with Night in the Woods. I am I am uh, probably three fifths through that game. I would say. I think there's five different chapters, and I think I just passed that third chapter. So, excellent, excellent game. Um, I've been enjoying my brand new PlayStation 4 Slim uh, with Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Love it, love it, love it. Uh, I think it's a freaking great game. Uh, I'm going to come just, back to that. Game I'm gonna. I'm gonna nurse it over this. I think it's a good one to come back to every once in a while. It kind of reminds me of like a yeah. Zelda slash Witcher, where you could you could do a mission and then you could stop for the night. You could do a mission and then stop for the night. I'm just gonna keep doing it that way. It's, it's kind of pretty why fun, not been especially. In a hurry to finish it. Right, so it's it's one of those things where I think I'm gonna have to uh, maybe put a pause on it now that we're gonna be doing Mordor because I I I want to say those are very similar in their uh, structure, maybe very maybe. very very open, kind of do whatever you want sort of thing. It's I I played a little bit of Shadow. I have to restart Shadow Mordor because I've been too long since I've you know gone away from it. But yeah, and, and haven't seen that is Hori- the type of game it is like. And haven't seen yeah. Her- Horizon Zero Dawn play because uh, I was I chilled over at Ryan's uh, apartment over, like one weekend and watched him play that and yeah that seems like a game where you would I I yeah. think you you put it appropriately nurse it because it's gonna that seems like it's, it's a big game it's, it's a huge. big game and uh yeah. Well, much like that one, I have uh, also been uh, slowly but surely making my way through Zelda. Um, luckily, there are small dungeons as well. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into this one too much because I know you're uh, you talked about it a lot. But um, the the way that those dungeons are structured is very different. They have these shrines that are dungeon like that you can kind of nurse as well. So I'm kind of I'm kind of dividing my time up a little bit between consoles and PC and stuff like that. But here's my list of two play games if you guys want to know: Near Automata, Persona Five. Hollow Knight, What Remains of Edith Fish, Finch, Prey. Uh, yeah. So I got, I got, a, I got a little. I have all of them unplayed. <laughs> have you played? Oh, unplayed. I was gonna ask you how Persona was because I was interested. I want to no, play I have Persona, a... man. But that's man. Holy it's shit. a daunting, daunting. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not playing that. So I'm ready. Yeah, me I'm too. Fucking do it. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. No, I have a, I have a big list. I'm trying to be good about. Uh, watching uh, the titles when they go on sale and stuff like that, because I can't exactly afford sixty dollars games. All that. But I am trying to be better about playing contemporary games that are, uh, you know, within the year. I want to be able to make a good end of the year list. I want to, I want to hold myself to that and and really try to be a little bit more contemporary. Uh, much like Josh wanted to a few years ago, and I was like, dude, I just don't have the money. <laughs> but I do feel a little Sorry. bit better now that I can. I can. Well, no, it's. I mean, but now I'm. I'm. I'm smarter about buying these games when I buy them. Like if I yeah. see it for a real good price, I can grab them. And uh, and the only thing is now the only real problem here is just fitting in the fucking time. You know, just getting that's them in problem, and, and for sure. it's, it's like that's one of the reasons and to transition into brothers that's one of the reasons why brothers work so well for me is because it is like a three to four hour experience that i could just set up finish and be out and it's done and i i'm satisfied and and yeah so if we want to break into that unless anyone has any questions about any of the games um, i'm playing or anything uh well just make a quick a quick announcement um uh in terms of Overwatch, uh, uh, Doomfist came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doomfist uh, is very much like, like almost kind of like a Street Fighter type of character in a way, because yeah. of how, in terms of uh, how he um, uh, plays, which which right. I was watching some dev, dev, dev talk on, and I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. But man, he's a mother. He's fucking hard to you know. Yeah, I don't mastered. Like <laughs> He sounds cool. He looks cool, 
But when people know how to use that character, like any type of character, but that character yeah. in particular, you do some serious damage with him. Um, but also, uh, another game recently just came out, uh, Hellblade. Uh, uh, oh, shit! Senua's, um, what is that? Oh, fuck. I'm... Ninja Theory? Yeah, yeah. Ninja Theory, yeah. Uh, I know, I, don't, I haven't played it yet. It's $30 on the PSN. There's no physical copy available for it. I, I'm pretty sure Ninja Theory had said that um, yeah. to reduce cost, um, especially for the size of their team, that, that's $30. And I Ryan had talked to me a little bit about playing that game. And to quote him, he says, it's fucking great, uh, end quote. So, and then I've also, and then I also heard about, heard it from, on the podcast from Giant Bomb, Brad Shoemaker talked about that game in some good detail without Woo-hoo. any spoilers, and he spoke very highly of it as well. So, um, yeah, I like Giant Bomb. So it's that game's getting a lot of good feedback. Uh, Doomfist and Overwatch. Well, as we already know, Josh's take is you know he's not into the fisting, <laughs> but you know. Not, I mean, granted, I haven't really spent the time to try to get good with him, but but it's still, yeah, he's no, he's really fucking hard to uh, yeah. actually get a control. But that's some other stuff that's happened. You know, E three has happened, of course, but you know, we've chatted, we've chatted amongst each other about about that. But enough of that. Let's Ben. I'll let you take control, uh, brothers, because you seem to be on a mm-hmm. roll before I interrupted you. So I apologize. But other no, than that's that, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, man. Let's uh, let's hear your. Uh, Let's hear you. Well, uh, I played this the year it came out uh, in 2013 from Starbreeze Studios. I played it on the PC. Um, obviously, we talked about it's from the Swedish uh, Starbreeze mm-hmm. uh, game designers, uh, and also Swedish filmmaker Joseph Ferris. Okay. Ferris. Um, so to kind of talk about the the dynamics for people that don't know that are listening before spoilers. The game, the the object of this game is you pretty much control each brother throughout this adventure with uh, a twin uh, with your with your thumbsticks. Pretty much, you have to play this game with a controller. Um, the uh, left stick controls the older brother, and the right stick controls the younger brother, and then as well as the the corresponding triggers that go with that on right. both controllers. So each each brother has its his own strength or weakness or abilities or whatever, uh, and that directly relates to the story of this game, um, where the father is uh, come under a sickness of some sort and has to uh, pretty much lie there and and is dying, and uh, the two brothers have to go on an adventure to find a cure, pretty much. Um, the history that is set up in the beginning, though, is that the mother was killed via drowning, and therefore the younger brother and the younger brother was present for that drowning, uh, in which she died, and so uh, the younger brother therefore is scared of of swimming and in water and being in water and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, uh, this there are a lot of there are a lot of I see a lot of echoes of other games in this uh, title. Like, uh, like I see Eco. I remember we played Eco for the show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's two characters that you have to kind of, you know, are on this journey together. I know they're not holding hands or anything like that, but like, you know, there are benches and stuff like, you know, I, I see those little, you know, those little callbacks or echoes to, you know, games past or whatever. But, but man, like, 
I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like a lot of the stuff is very simple. Like, the puzzles are never really hard. It's not a very hard game. I think a lot of it is uh, interesting in making your... Uh, 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 kind of training your brain to think of using the controller in a much different way than you ever have before uh, in a game, especially even a narrative game. Um, but was... essentially, like, yeah, I mean, you're you're moving you're moving throughout the world, and and it's a very fable looking like game where uh, it's more um, very folktale like. Folktale, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I just yeah, yeah I, I I like the look of it. I like the music a lot. We can talk about that here in a little while, but yeah, there's there's some really good moments. I feel like this this game is 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 very short. It's only like three to four hours long, as we said before. But it's one of those that I feel like the experience is more is more the sum than the sum of its parts. It's not much of a it, it's not it's not really like a, a, a earth shattering game. No, it's more of a moment to moment like what you're doing at the time is pretty cool. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, so well, I I think I'm going to echo off of you and say it is very much. I don't want to say it's not a video game, but it it's it has some video gamey elements in terms like of puzzle solving here and there. But like you said, it is a very much a moment to moment where it, it's really its primary focus is an emotional connection of some sort of you to be engaged with the story, and and I really do think that the game. Uh, really focuses on that aspect heavily there's no question about it like i think that this game through and through um the narrative factor the character interactions are its stronger points and i'm not saying the gameplay aspect isn't i just i think that uh when it comes to in the end of it like this game is uh, just it's just it's a very story driven game because you don't press many buttons you don't really I, I I never really fully utilized the Xbox 360 controller at all it was just you know two analog sticks and maybe the triggers and the bumpers here and there I think but other than that like that's there's not much to the gameplay mechanics at all but that. Uh, but yeah, if someone who doesn't really use his uh, right thumb to uh, move around characters that often, um, mainly to may- maybe sometimes to aim, but to actually like move a character in you know all directions, that was really disjointing for me. So that took a while to get used to. It but, does, uh, yeah. That was something uh, that was a challenge for me, and 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 not in terms of uh, the game's. Um, like the problem with the game that was just like a personal challenge with me but after a while i got used to it maybe like maybe like halfway into the game and that's like an hour and a half because steam clocked me in at three hours completing the game in its entirety uh but yeah but also um i want to also uh, note that uh i definitely see uh joseph's uh filmmaking um a, a style a sense of filmmaking here because the game ends where you begin uh if you know you, you almost you know what i'm talking about ben like there's some if you yeah ever... he does a really good job too of 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 going full circle with the storyline but also throughout the game um like a good game maker should uh you have control over the camera a lot of the times unless it's a cutscene. 
Um, making sure that both brothers and their actions are being seen throughout the game, I think is a really, I think that's a really valuable thing as well. I mean, you're, you're able to use the the bumper buttons to kind of turn, mm-hmm. turn around, you know, in the view fine. But um, but yeah, that that I mean, yeah, I can see I can see some uh, some filmic qualities about this game that that uh that contribute really well to the to the narrative. Yeah, and I. I mean, one one movie comes into mind. Uh, I mean, it's a totally different type of movie, but The Matrix, uh, the very first scene with Trinity, she's in that room on a phone, and that's the same very same room that Neo goes to to answer that phone call where he encounters Agent Smith when he opens uh, up the door. That's the same. That's the very same room. Okay. Uh, in the beginning, I was going to say, movie. where are you going with this? <laughs> and so, so, gotcha. so. Yeah, it, I, I I enjoy movies that do that in a um, uh, in a way that it's earned, not just for the sake of doing that. I, I appreciate them trying to do that if they try to come full circle, you know, you know, end where they begin at that sort of thing to have like that journey. But um, but even for like like that journey in in this in this story uh, in this game, it's <laughs> it's it's very uh, sad. Like it's like really fucking sad. Oh yeah, there's some darkness. <laughs> what did you guys? What Josh and Chris? This is your first time playing it too. What did you guys yeah. think of the darkness in this game? Like, like the 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 kind of the depressing. Did that surprise you at all? That the the that the the visuals are obviously very beautiful and sunny and you know the, this very like like kind of thing. But like, there's also a melancholy to the game. What did you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a cool little juxtaposition. I guess. Um... I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to articulate. Like I, like we said, it's not really a game game, you know, like jumping around, you know, moving stuff around. Like it's not really like it's it's a different it's not game like a for platformer, sure. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did. I don't know. I guess I did struggle gameplay wise with it. I was like, I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of doing the same thing over and over again with the two sticks. I found the, the two sticks to be an interesting mechanic at first, but it honestly got really frustrating for me. And it just proved to be kind of like an annoyance for me toward the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, neither here nor there, but so th- did you ever, you finished the game, right? Though, right? right? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. It, it took some, it took some, to be honest with you, it took some just like pushing on my, on my own part. Okay. Uh, I don't know that it's a game I would have necessarily finished if we weren't reviewing it. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, well, um, let me ask you this: without spoiling the ending, what did you think of the ending? Like, did that did you did you have did that impact you in a way, or did you find it to be somewhat? Did you find it that ending to be impactful in the manner? I, I thought it was cool. Um, it didn't. It wasn't like incredibly emotional for me or anything like that, or it wasn't okay. like incredibly like unforeseen. I guess. Right. Um, and maybe that was because of how it just became melancholy and just kind of like it was clear that this game had something more to say and that it wasn't just going to be kind of like a... Um, what was that one game that we played that was kind of fairy tale like Oh, oh gosh. Uh, like... I don't know. What was it? Say that again, what, what, what do you? What, no, I don't know. What, what, there was um, the one that was like... Uh, this was a long while ago. It was like co-op. You had different characters that you would be and they were like... Really cool art style. It was kind of a platformer, um, but you had like each 
player had a different ability. Like there was an archer. There was like your like. Oh yeah, uh, trine. 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 Yeah. For some reason that came to mind, just as far as like the just fairy tale, you know, style of it. Obviously, sure. this is much less combat oriented. It's it's more. Um, just kind of puzzle solving and just kind of trying to make your way from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm really interested to hear you guys' thoughts on it and how it impacted you. Um, I felt like it was one. It's one of those ones where if you if you've ever played a game where you can see why people really like it, but it just doesn't resonate for you. <laughs> like that was kind of how I felt doing it. Like I feel like um, other indie games I've played played recently resonated much more with me. So, oh, wow. I'm more interested in what you got, how you guys feel. Sure, uh, Chris. Uh, real quick, did, uh, did you end up finishing the game? I didn't get to finish it because I got to that point where there, I was playing it this morning, and I got to the point where there was that groundbreak, uh, game-breaking bug in chapter two. And oh shit! What happened? Well, okay. So you, the part where you get to saving the lady troll. Yeah. Okay, so the the part right after when you trap that troll, the other the, the, the main troll, like you you let the lady troll on the little gondola thing, right? And it leads you over to a thing and then you and your brother your brothers walk up to okay, so the moment right before the lady troll re, is reunited with husband troll right before that, there's a game breaking bug and I I eventually re, I didn't I thought it was I researched it. You, you, what happens is you like you'll run up to this gate and then you just get stuck. You can't move. And I they, heard about this. What's supposed to happen? You're trying is to take the key, a cut, right? A cutscene. Well, no, a cutscene's supposed to load, and then uh, the lady troll and her husband and wife troll are reunited, and then you fight, kind of fight that mean troll. Right before that is a cutscene. There's the game breaking bug where it doesn't load, and if you reload the checkpoint, it doesn't. Also doesn't. So I got kind of frustrated with that because I thought I didn't I thought there was something I needed to do. I didn't know what was going on. I thought there was something I needed to do. So I walked around for a while. I got frustrated frustrated with it. So I started playing Wolfenstein: The Old Blood, and then because I thought, well, maybe if I just reloaded later, maybe it'll be fine. And then I was still having the same issue. Finally, I don't know why I didn't do this before. I researched it. And people were saying, oh yeah, it's a real bug. So I'm like, well shit. So then I restarted the game completely. It only found out later, <clears throat> when I was in the menu, that you could just restart the chapter. And I'm like, holy shit, would restarting a chapter have fixed it? And according to forums, restarting the chapter would have fixed it. So, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. So I had to restart Dang, the game. So I didn't finish it because I stopped for a while, and then I had to restart the whole game. So where I stopped was just over halfway into the game, according to the number of chapters. I was uh, – I just – and that we stings because we, we just still rock seems like it's really up, early on. Oh, sorry. Up a tower and belayed ourselves up. Yes, I know the term belay. We used the rope to belay ourselves over. And, uh, and then he we got into belay? a part where we were in, we we're tiny, and there was giant furniture. And I swear there was probably going to be a giant, but that's where, that's the last right before I left off. Dang, you missed a lot. I mean, that's that's about a third of the way through the game, I think. Oh, a third? Yeah, I think oh, I that it was, was probably about a third. It's Dude, really it, short, but it is got, incredibly you got... short. I looked yeah. on, I looked There's online, some... and it said there were seven chapters. That was well into chapter four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. 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 
Dude, well, no, well. Anyway, you know, you're it, probably right. Then you're probably right. That, that's probably about uh, almost just about halfway through the game. Just some of the stuff feels like it takes longer because I don't know. Like it feels like you really move. Like in the, the second half of this game, I mean, you know how how quickly you move. Like through the village, out of the village, up the mountain with the troll through the cave. I mean, you're you're pretty much booking it. You know, you're booking your it once you know what to like do. That. But there's a couple times where. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game, too. Sometimes I will be like, I think I know what to do, but if I'm not quite standing in the right spot, and I start holding down the trigger, nothing happens. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's not what I'm supposed to do. So I walk away for a second, and then I come back, and I do it again, and then it works. So there were a couple times in doing puzzles where it's like, I know this is what I need to do, but it's not doing it. Like, I got stuck. When I met Doc Brown and stole his glider right before that, yeah. I, I had to uh, get that gear up to the thing, right? So yeah. Oh, at you first, throw it to him. At first, like, well, one, is lucky I just happened to be holding down the trigger and standing in the right spot, because how would I have known that he could throw it? So I knew that I needed to throw it across that second gap, but it wasn't working. You know, he, he just kept dropping it and then walking across the beam. I'm like, well, may, shit, maybe I'm not supposed to throw it. But then finally... I'm like, no, man, he's got to be able to throw it. So I just start maneuvering him the right spot, and finally he throws it. I'm like, okay, well, shit. Like, so, I, but, yeah, once I redid, I, it didn't take me as long to replay what I had played already because I knew what I needed to do, but I there are little frustrations. And, you know, it's actually not even that big a deal, to be honest, but the, those little frustrations with the controls and sometimes just where you're standing you're not quite where you need to be um also i didn't mind using both sticks when solving puzzles but the traveling between parts like just once you get done with this little area and like okay now we need to run along this area i kind of wish i could have just controlled them both with one stick or threw a pin down and said walk over there oh yeah you know like if this was on pc i would think that you'd be able to like like, if this game was 15 years old, uh, 20 to 15, 15 to 20 years old and it was on PC, the way you would have controlled them is you would it would have been left mouse button, throw a pin down, and he moves over here. One moves over here, and then right mouse button, throw a pin down, and the other person runs over there like an RTS. You can't play with mouse and keyboard. It's just WASD, then the arrow keys. From my, from my look, yeah. Oh, weird. Oh. That's weird. That might be, that might be easy. Oh, really? That might be easier to coordinate with your hands, but like, so yeah. it's a good thing you can't just fall off the cl- ledges, man. Because there, yeah, there are I times think... where I'm trying to move them both, and I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't have to move them one at a time. So I'm trying to move them both. I'm like, man, it's I'm not used to. Con- it's it's interesting. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm I'm happy that somebody tried to come up with a different way to use the controller, but it's a weird thing. I mean, because it's like, it seems like it should be a co-op game. It's like, why is there not a co-op mode? Doesn't I totally thought the same thing. It's two characters. It's like, I feel dumb that I can't control these two characters, but at the same time, it's like having one brain to control two people. It's kind of weird. It's like, why isn't it a co-op game? Is and it... I think... Oh, sorry. Oh, continue. I was going to say, I think that's why the new game, A Way is Out, is... A... Yeah, it's co-op. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it... I guess it's... this came out first on... Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, it did. And, maybe, and then it came. 
maybe it didn't have the ramp for it, for them to work it out to get it to work in co-op, or it's just like, well, we either get this game out now, or we, you know, work on this for several months, four months to get co-op. I don't know. I I don't know the story behind that. I don't know, man. That. I feel. I... I feel like it wouldn't work. It wouldn't feel the same uh, as a as a co as a co op game. Yeah. Now the reason why I say, (laughs) well, okay. (laughs) First of all, all right. I under I understand why you're saying that, but (laughs) wait until you play the end of the game before you make that assumption because there is something specific that happens that I'm going to spoil and I feel bad because that's it's pretty much the part I wanted you to play oh it's fun. uh by 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 assuming this game but um I'm pretty much have to spoil the game in order to 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 get to that point you know yep. to, and tell you about the the point and I think Espy knows what I'm going to say mm-hmm. uh Josh you might know too since you finished but it is it is probably the best moment of the game for me um and I think you guys know what I'm going to say Go for it. But but essentially, I, I set I set it up earlier when I said um, the the younger brother is scared to swim, right? And so you spend a lot of the time that the game br- brings that motif back about how the younger brother needs the older brother and vice versa to to operate. You need your other hand to, to do it to to, yeah. to make this stuff happen. Um, you're the only one controlling what's happening here. You know, it wouldn't necessarily work as a co-op game because you would need that other brother to do it. However, what happens by the end of the game is circumstances happen that the older brother ends up dying, and the older brother and older brother ends up dying in such an emotional way for me that uh, I mean, like like Josh talked about, he's like, I really didn't get that emotional and stuff like that. I I don't know about Josh's life or anything like that, but for me, it it sung really really true as to dealing with loss you know and, and losing someone that is very close to you in your like your in your in your close family and stuff like that and it's one of those things that the the actual act of of the actual watching the person die isn't the problem it's the saying goodbye the mo- the the game uh lingers on the moment of you having to dig your brother's grave and at the moment where he dies, your side of that controller does not work. In fact, it, there's it's nothing. It, it's just it's just not moving anything. Mm-hmm. And you literally have to pull the trigger when you walk over to your brother to carry your brother to his grave, and then literally pour the dirt on top of your brother. You pretty much have to bury him there, and it's a fucking crazy like sad bit that has first of all never been done in video games before as far as i know uh but not only that that is still not the best part of the game the best part of the game is when you finally return home you're brought back by a magical beast that flies you it's the beast that's captured in the in the cage or whatever up in the castle or whatever that you rescue and it flies you onward throughout the game but it also comes and rescues you from the magical tree where you get the the magical sauce that brings your father back from the brink of death but the, the, the beast drops you off right on the beach. And you have to make your way back up to the house in order to give your dad the cure. And Chris, on your way back up, <laughs> on your way back up to the damn house to, to save your father, you have to cross a river or you have to swim. Where's your older brother? He's buried back under that, underneath that tree. So what do you do? You use the other trigger that your brother had, that, your, that controlled your brother. You use that, that trigger 
to swim yourself across as the younger brother. Like, he was, up until this point, never okay enough to to do it himself. But because he has the strength of his brother now, because he's lived throughout all this. Like, that's one of the things that that Sounds this like game... you could have done that in co-op. Dude, fuck you. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, no, think about it. So, I mean, just based on what you're telling no, me, okay. I... So, for a few minutes, the other player wouldn't have anything to control, but then they would. Because then it'd be controlling their partner swimming. You're not, but you're not though. You are in control of both brothers, and the fact that that brother is gone, and you're using that brother's strength—that is a personal thing that only you can control. How does that person, that other co-op person, get that experience? That's what. That's why I'm saying I'm I'm blowing your theory out of the water. Or they could not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I seriously don't think that. I completely disagree with you on the co-op thing. But I, there's okay. no, I don't think there's does anything the whole, you could say. Does the whole game? I'm also drunk. Does, <laughs> does the whole game? Let me ask you this though, Ben. Like, hey, Tell me, they didn't want to make sure. a call. If they didn't want to make a co-op game, they didn't want to make a co-op game. That's their choice. But like, does do you? Would you say that the game is made is is would be broken by not having that moment in that game? Would I? Uh, yes, like, I would think, definitely. I would think def- that this game is not a whole game by not having. Uh, that. If in, it ter- did, in if terms it, of the, in, if it hadn't happened, excuse let me, me. That was you two questions. If it hadn't happened, and you didn't even have any idea that something like that could have happened. Would you have felt like something was missing, or would you have liked the game less? A hundred percent, absolutely. Now, I'm not just saying that to be contrarian. I am saying okay. that is definitely something that needs to be in this game in terms of the narrative. Like so if I you're trying play to tell a story about through a whole oh, excuse game. Me. I'm sorry, let me finish. All excuse right. me, Chris, one second. Alright. You have to have <laughs> that moment in the narrative. You have to have that moment in the narrative where you go across the river and have that moment of the coming of age of this of this little boy into pretty much the he becomes pretty much the older he look even looks taller in the game. I swear he does. You know, by the end of that game he has grown. And that uh-huh. is something that if two players are playing it, you cannot have that moment. And, and narratively, if we were talking about this game, yes, it is broken. You do not have that moment. Yes. Also, I would like to cite there is a specific uh, Joseph Fair's uh, uh, quote where he talks about we specifically did not want to make this game co-op because of that reason. That is the exact reason why we did not because you need to have that moment of realization that you you your 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 brother's spirit lives on and he lives on within you and he lives on within that memory. And I seriously, Chris, cannot think of a better way of showing that in a video game than the way these game makers have. Now, the the game breaking bugs and all the controls and stuff like that, sure, like all of that can get can get muddled and and messed up and stuff like that. But the main message of that narrative and the way that that was presented by the end of the game and how reliant you were on each other to the point where you lost a brother and now you have to go on alone. That is the game to me. Like to me, that is the whole point of 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 Pavlo, Pavlovian uh, uh, training you throughout the whole game to rely on each other, and then suddenly losing that other hand, losing that other thumbstick, that thumbstick and trigger. That is what I'm trying to say. That is the power of video games itself, right here. So to have <laughs> another player in this would not work. It would just simply not work. Yeah. I think um I think Ben convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't get there. I just wanted to I hear his we argument. Can... 
what we can all take away from this is that Ben is a very good uh, spokesman for. Uh, I, I urge you. I urge you to finish it and and tell me that this would be better as a co-op game. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I don't know about Bitter as a Cloud game. I just didn't like tra- having to travel with both sticks. But when they were doing the puzzles, I was actually fine. You, know. you Chris, get used I... to it, though. I think. By the end Chris... of the game, you do get to a point where where you where you are. It becomes second nature, and that's the fault. And that's kind of the fault of losing that character. When you get so used to traveling with these two characters, and you're you're so reliant on each other, you certainly feel that death, that loss that happens to that brother. I'm not going to say I, 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 there's a lot of good moments and one of them is the death of that brother but you know yeah you could show that cut scene of the brothers like you know him trying to shake his brother alive you know da da you know like wake up like wake, wake up you know they, they speak in this weird language but like it's not it's not nearly as powerful as actually thinking I need to I, I was I've been trained all this time throughout this whole three hour four hour experience of a way to cross a simple, just cross the river, you know, and the fact that you don't have it anymore because you lost your brother, like that is way more powerful than any cutscene, than any, than any story thing that they could create. To me, that is one of the best moments in video games is the fact that you can cross that river without the use of your brother, but you still use that trigger because it's him. It, you, you have that know-how and that, 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 behind, that, that life that that you know i, I don't know I, I can't find the words because i'm so drawn to that moment <laughs> is it like that moment in metal gear solid where you have to switch the controller ports fight psycho mantis that was a cool moment uh is that, that is a good moment i i would i would place it right right along with that i really would <laughs> and you know how much of a metal gear fan i am <laughs> so you know how this this moment means to me <laughs> So, so, so I, I will say yeah. this. I will say this. Like, it took me a moment to figure uh, that that bit out because I was trying. Same I here. was just. I, it took me a while, and and then because the rumbling is enabled on the 360 controller, I had. Uh, uh, I was just like pressing buttons for a second, and then I'm thinking like, what the fuck? What am I? What am I doing? So, there's something wrong here. What am I doing wrong? For me, and the, then, ghost, the ghost comes back. And then. I pressed down the left uh, left trigger, and then I felt this yeah. rumble, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit!" Like, and then, then I let it go again, and just like just kind of like that whole back and forth thing, because that, that was like my build up. I started feeling what this little brother was feeling, and then I pressed the left trigger down again, and then he he begins to inching his way in the water, and I, then, I, then I let it go, and I was like, "Oh." I'm like that. Then that's when it hit me. I'm like, oh man, this is so fucking heartbreaking. And then once I finally crossed the river, I was like, I was, I almost had a you know a good solid tear trickle down my face because I'm thinking that that fucking design right there is money. That to me, that was the moment of the game. Like that, that it was all building up to that. Th- like let me let me put it this way. Like I. I would say, like, earlier on, I had said, like, the Chrono Trigger, there was a moment in Chrono Trigger, I thought, like, that kind of took me by, that took me, generally took me by surprise. This moment, I, playing right now, I'm going to have a hard time thinking when we talk about our games of the year, of, you know, for the show, I'm going to have a hard time thinking of another game topping this moment right now. There's, like, is 
it's going to be very hard because that moment, everything building up, it's like icing on the cake, cherry on top. It's it's done. Like that's boom. It's it's earned, and that's the best part about it. It's so it's well deserved. It's earned. It doesn't feel forced. It's a genuine emotion. So when I hear about you know playing with you know another person, sure, I'm always down for playing with a buddy, but you I. I have to agree with Ben. You are not going to have that same. Mo- you're not going to say that have that same impact, man. The impacts yeah. there. I so I, I totally agree with your assessment of uh, of just how cool that is and the way that they chose to um, to make that impactful. I think what was a miss for me was that I was just not that connected to the characters themselves. Like I had, it was kind of off putting with the just for me. Like this is just my personal. Feeling sure, it was yeah, a little yeah. bit off-putting with like that, the little like Sims uh, language that they had. I found it to be kind of just like, da, goofy da. And, like yeah, I was like, all right, whatever, you know. I mean, I didn't have it wasn't like. Um, Did you? It was someone. Someone text me saying, "Is this is this in the right language? Did I get this in Dutch or that was did me? I do this that wrong? was me. I literally <laughs> thought at the beginning that like something was wrong with my game. Like I bought the wrong one or something. I was like, fuck it. I'm you brought you bought the European version. Yeah, like did I buy the Swedish version. But uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, like I I guess I just had trouble connecting with the characters because partly because of that and also. I don't know. Like there just wasn't, there weren't too many moments of like character building necessarily. Okay. Crazy. You're crazy. I, <laughs> I got so many good moments. Uh, but I think for me, Josh, for that, that language, um, I was talking, I was texting Ben about this. Uh, I, I too had like a similar reaction to like the dialogue, but then I realized that it was through their uh, body language and how, um, they're like basically showing and not telling me like their interaction. I was still able to, I was still, I still had a, I was able to figure out what they were saying through their body language. And so that dialogue, while it's, it's, it's there because these people aren't mute, like they can, they can actually talk, but it was in a language where like, it didn't matter to me what language they spoke it was it's inflection body and animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. And that's... No, I, I get that. Like, like it just didn't hit it for me. Like, like oh, oh, I know. I hear an example I hear you, of man. something that resonates like that with me with no language whatsoever. I know this, this might be a weird example, but like Wally. Let's take Wally for oh, example. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no oh, yeah, words whatsoever, good. but like it's so yeah. well animated and like just so the the communication is just uh, comes through in a different way. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was executed quite as well with this just my my personal opinion so it didn't come through i guess and just the i don't know the character model no it's funny but it's just my all right well i think i think we're approaching uh final thoughts so uh uh josh since while you're at it then let's uh let you take the wheel here and uh you know you know kick us off for final thoughts here man oh okay uh yeah so <laughs> hmm score wise I'll, I'll I'll give it a seven for me. Solid. I think it's a very solid game. Um, it's definitely short. I will. I, I have to say. I feel like I have to say this for people who um, who are considering playing it and maybe first start playing it. I, I think the most difficult portion to get through for me was the very like beginning, like maybe the first hour and a half, two hours. 
it's most of the game. Well, the first like maybe hour, hour and a half. I don't know. It, uh, That's funny. I can't put I an exact time limit funny. of it. The whole part where you just sort of in the village and you're just like right yeah. away from dogs and it seems very ho hum at first to me. Like it was just kind of I don't know. It just wasn't grabbing me. And then and then from there, you know, things start getting a little bit darker and there's some very interesting things that start happening. Um, and just atmospherically, it gets much more interesting. So stick with it, I guess, is, was the only point to that. And yeah, I, I would say a solid game, 7 out of 10. But like I said, it just doesn't re- resonate with me quite as significantly, I think, as it did you guys. Uh, Chris Lowe. Stop. Do you um, want to do you, do you want do you want to give it a whirl, or do you want to wait maybe like later on to actually uh, say your piece? I'll have to say a couple more things. About it. I, okay, uh, go for it, man. Uh, I was mostly kind of oh shit, damn it! Accidentally threw. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was his expression damn. about the game. I... No. I knew exactly what he's talking about because I'm playing Rainbow Six as I'm talking to you guys, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh well, that's cool." I'm playing XCOM, and like, when you a- you accidentally do some shit, that will fuck up your entire mission. But um, oh no, I'm, I'm playing sorry. Sweet Red Wine. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> Red Wine. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I was mostly messing with Ben with the whole ending part. No, I was really actually no, I was trying to play devil's advocate to get. Thirteen. I don't know. Was it a game? Was it a game of the year? Oh, shit, it was number five in their game of the year. Man. Anywho. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, idiot. I'm it's sorry. one of the. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> it's, things. It's where, the wine. Like, it's the wine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's one of those things where I actually kind of. If I was trying to decide to play this game, I would actually want somebody to tell me that that happened. Because there's no way to really hint at that. You could be like, oh, there's this moment, Chris, that you got to get to. Because I'd be like, well, okay, I got to get to a moment at the end. But it's like, what about everything else that comes before? But if you tell me, if you told me that that happens, I'd be like, oh, okay. Now I'm interested in seeing how the game builds up to that. Because I'm not interested in moments. I'm interested in how stories uh, build up to moments. You know, how, how they live up to those moments. Like, it doesn't, it wouldn't mean anything. What you see happen at the end of, like, for example, Half-Life Episode 2, and I don't know why that just popped in my head, but what you see happen at the end of that wouldn't mean a whole lot had they not done a lot of build-up with you and your partner AI um, to get to that moment. 
and people wouldn't be so fucking pissed about there not being a Half-Life Episode 3 if they hadn't done all that work through, through Half-Life 2, Episode 1, and Episode 2 to build this relationship with your, with your, with your partner, Aeon. Yes, they so, would. Huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, he was okay, so yeah. pissed. You're right. They would be as upset. <laughs> You're right. Maybe <laughs> everybody is upset. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll say that. Um, I mean, I could probably give it a score based on, you know, based on what I played and everything. I mean, I I was probably feeling like a seven. I don't know that I would have felt any strong any more strongly about it because knowing that even if I had gotten to that moment at the end, that probably wouldn't have changed how I felt about how. Puzzle wise, it's like it's interesting, you know. Like I'm with two different characters. I mean, I'm controlling two different characters. Lots of games have. I've played games where there were puzzles where you had to have more than one character involved, usually for a limited amount of time. Like I mean, the most recent. Sorry to even compare it to this. I'm just saying, like most recent Uncharted game, there's a couple puzzles where it's like, oh, you got to do something, and then your partner runs up, and that's fine because it's like anytime. The reason why I was having a weird feeling about the control with using the two sticks to travel is it's like, I know I got to get there. Like, this is not a puzzle. So, like, I don't need just traversing the environment to be a puzzle and to take or to take twice as long because I can't think about moving both these characters. So I need to move this character and then move this character. And so it takes twice as long to do something. And I don't like it in games when a puzzle takes longer just because of the way it controls like once I figured it out and I know what I need to do and I know where I need to get I feel like I need it to just happen if that makes any sense or you have like or you you know you do with you do a game where there are skill based puzzles where like portal where you're there's a fucking gun involved and you, and you know, so there's skill involved with aiming it and jumping and, and using physics. It's like, yeah, I know what to do here, but I all then I have to execute it. And it's not always fun in puzzle games to execute the puzzle. Like, the fun part is figuring out the puzzle. And it's like, now once I figured this out, now I got to execute it. It's like, I know what to do. Now it's just frustrating trying to get it done. And that's, I realized that's a really fucking hard thing to pull off. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I think when you boil it down, I don't, I don't think the puzzles, the puzzles were, they were fun puzzles. I, I was having a lot of fun with, um, with the fucking glider, and it mostly had to do with their, the sounds that they were making. The whoa, all those sounds, because it's like, oh, brothers, having fun on the glider, even though I accidentally crashed it a couple times because I, because for a second I couldn't figure out how to. Physics weren't hard. That was just me being an idiot, not figuring it out. But uh, like, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed them jumping on those weird on the on the billy goat things and writing those. So like, there are these moments of joys where you are just traveling sometimes, and the two stick things does kind of work because as long as sometimes as long as you're just pointing it in a general direction, it just works. So I kind of felt there were a couple moments where I felt a joy that I could only, that I would probably only I could only compare it to like a journey where I'm just in journey you're just sliding on these dunes and it's just joyous and I was having a lot of joy with us riding these billy goats I'm like this is silly and goofy we just you know I just stopped the guy we just stopped the guy from committing suicide now we're uh, now we're riding billy goats I'm 
So, okay. I got well, stuck at two parts at that part where you have to grab the fat sheep and put it into the hamster wheel. <laughs> I love it. Like I kept thinking that you there's like a drawbridge that's like you can push down like with your weight. And so I kept thinking that I had to put the fat sheep on the drawbridge to hold it down. And all I was just like that launch my sheep every time I would like let go of it. So I, I was trying to put up, all different. four of them on that bridge, but they kept yeah. walking away. I'm like, how the hell do I get them all on here and keep them from walking away? Yeah, and I did that same thing. And then finally, I, I was like, wait a minute. Use your brother. Put him on the fucking wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, and then my game-breaking bug happened at that exact same spot because I also explored over to the left, and there's like this little house with this guy ah, damn, like, breaking the top of his house. And I like jumped okay, up so there. Okay, so did you guys both play on the PlayStation? Yeah, PS4. I played the Xbox One. Oh, interesting. Okay, because I heard actually the worst version to play, the most buggiest, was the PlayStation 3. And I actually own that version. <laughs> um, but I played it on PC like the first time and I didn't have any problems. But I, I'm just, I was just interested in what versions. Okay, so you Xbox One and PlayStation 4, which by by way of PlayStation 3. So, okay. Yeah. okay. Anyways, I, I, got, I got, stuck, got stuck, like, in a little... In the, in the corner, corner of, like, of a like little, little... I don't even know how to describe it. It was, like, a hay barrel or something. I sent you guys, a, like, a video of it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I kept... I, yeah, I no matter what direction I ran in or tried to jump or anything like that, I just, like, I didn't move. So I was like, well, I guess I need to restart this. Womp womp. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so for me, I, I think Ben and I are going to be on the higher end spectrum. Let's say sevens aren't bad at all, but, um, I, yeah, this game really had a a big emotional impact doing it. I think what really helped is that, you know, I did it all in one sitting. I never took a break from it except for the occasional pee break. But other than that, I'm, I'm talking about actually, you know, playing other games for a little bit, then coming back. I just sat in, you know, one sitting and did this whole thing straight through. And much like in the sense of, uh, like, Journey or something like, like those really other short games or even Limbo, which I did play uh, just to kind of get acclimated for the next episode. Um, uh, all one, all games that are worthy of, you know, sitting through, you know, one sitting. And I got to say, man, this game is going to be... This is it's gonna be tough when I you know make a list of like oh, best games of 2017 that I played you know that I played this year. Damn. Uh, it's it's gonna be rough. Uh, but yeah, I I think the emotional impact it, it just sucked me in and I, I I thought it was very powerful. So um, I can't give it a ten because I encountered bugs as well that that did take me out of the game and anytime that happens they go eh okay but nonetheless like i'm like at a 9.5 with it i damn i really like this game a lot so and that just makes me that just makes me even more excited for uh the next entry uh which is the a way out so hopefully um that i could see being a i want to definitely play that one that that, that seems more like a maybe 
maybe it'd be emotional connection, but I, I feel like it's more of like a adventure type of, you know, figuring out puzzles with a buddy sort of thing where this game was, it had a specific design in mind and I think they executed it perfectly uh, narrative, narrative wise. So yeah, 9.5 for me, Ben, I'll let you take it home, bud. My buzz is wearing off. So uh, <laughs> as, as my buzz, as my buzz, as that wears off, I, I suddenly realized that Josh and Chris are right. It is truly a seven. And uh, in my soberness, I'm finding that. No, I'm just kidding. You guys are fucking stupid. It's a nine. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get to finish my notes, which is pretty much like my best moments in these game. In this game, these ga- this game has obviously you guys know my favorite moment. I just kind of read it to you. But um, some of these runner ups, uh, when you dive into the cave uh like pond or whatever and it cuts and you are swimming towards your brother and having to dive down deep to pick him up i think the younger brother is like slowly sinking yeah and uh and you have to go grab him and pick him back up i think that was a kind of good foreshadowing of what was to come uh rescuing the man that tries to hang himself the first time i played this game i stopped him from hanging himself as the older brother i went over to him and and held him while I climbed up the tree as the younger brother and cut him down. And then he just sat there and cried and I walked away. Not knowing that you could actually dig through his family. He had to kill his family. Um, their bodies are laying right there. And uh, within the bodies you can find a music box. And you can bring it over to him and open it and play it. And the second, the, the second time I, I realized... I just I was a jerk. I, the first time I, I stopped him from killing himself and then just left him crying. Uh, but the second time I played it, uh, I brought that music box over to him. And it was a really beautiful moment of him, like you know, still sad, but he's he's, he's better, better because, because he, hears he hears that, that song. song. And, uh, uh, and, and I, I think, think the memories, the memories that his family, family bury his family. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's so good. Um, let's see the thirty seconds. I wish it was longer of uh, the mountain goats when you guys climb up the. When you ride up the mountainside on the mountain goats, I think that was like a joyous, like just fun. And there, and you can you can hear it in both the boys' uh, uh, reactions. They're going, ah, ha, 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 you know, going up the mountain on these goats. I think that was wonderful. Um, when you finally end the glider moment and you get to that castle and you climb up to the top, you end up freeing a cat owl eagle thing, and it flies you on. I I just love that. Wait, I love that design. Wow. I love that character. So the the point of getting happens. up. No, no, no! At the very end, when you get to when you when you finally crash the glider, yeah. you end up at a cat uh, at like a castle-looking type of thing. Yeah. And once you make your way to the end of that castle section, oh, you're okay. freeing like this cat, owl, eagle, bird thing. Yeah, you didn't. I don't think you finished that part. I got to that a thing room where all the furniture were the really part. huge, like that one fairy tale. Yes, that's a, that's the part I'm talking about. So. Oh. So you're start yeah, and and there's a there's a captured little bird cat thing that you rescue and it flies you to the next portion of the of the game. I just like the design of that thing. That was cool. Um, and then once you're once you're off of that eagle cat thing, you walk into the aftermath of a giant's battle. Like all these dead giant bodies are lying everywhere. Like there, you have to you and your brother end up having to push like giant arms aside. Because like an arrow is stuck in the arm, and you guys, you both brothers, like grab onto the arrow and then like push the arm or the, the the different dead appendages out of the way in order to clear your path. 
Meanwhile, all the blood is like you're like following the path of the blood down the mountain, like the like the the stream and stuff like that. It, it's a foreshadowing of what's to come. Yeah, that was crazy. Eventually, it eventually all the blood leads you to the next portion of the game, where you have to trick the natives into thinking that you're a god monster by having the younger brother sit on top of the older brother's shoulders. And you're this like six armed god or whatever, and you're like, bleh, bleh, you know, like you know, you cover yourself in in the blood of the of the giants, and you go up to the natives and you rescue the the woman, or the young the young lady, uh, who ends up uh, kind of falling in love with the the older brother in some ways, not falling in love, but kind of flirting with him, and he's kind of like, oh, like, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of got eyes for her and stuff like that, and that leads to. One of my favorite parts in the invisible monster in the city. I think that part is so fucking cool. You have to fight. You have to uh, e- evade this in giant invisible monster that is implied terrorizing a city, and it's implied because you can see it's a, it's like a snowy little mountain town that like these giant footsteps are just boom, 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 like going through the snow, and you have to hide behind like these Pompeii looking like. Figures that were that were, you know, stuck in time. You know, they died standing up. You know, and their 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 bodies still remain in these poses. And you have to hide behind them by holding down the trigger. I love that part. Uh, chopping down the tree with the saw. You have to use both brothers to kind of like push the saw back and forth. I just something about that mechanic is just so like, I don't know. You're actually, you're actually, you know, doing something. You know, swinging with the rope. You know, both both brothers. You have to like kind of use momentum to kind of swing from thing to thing because you're both attached to each other. You tie ropes around your waists, and then both brother both brothers can hold on while the other one swings to the next to the next place to the next. You know, so it's it's kind of cool. Talk about sweaty um, palms there. Yeah, sweaty. Yeah, no kidding. Holy cow. Uh, and then, sorry, I, I know this is long winded, but the part I cried the hardest at. You guys want to know? <laughs> what? Um, the the part where um not when he dies but the camera is he's like holding his dead brother and the camera is like circling around him and then the brother's body the older brother's body leaves the 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 camera like leaves the view of the camera and then it backs back out as it's still turning and the brother hugs the younger brother like that part fucking killed me this like the fourth or fifth time i played this like when they actually hug and it's one last one last moment of like I love you and goodbye and it's just like oh fuck shit I'm, I'm tearing up and then and then and then the then the funereal scene of of burying him and and going back but uh but yeah no um I just I just love like the the set the sound design the music is is like even even I don't know if it's strings or what but it's it's a real sad like high-pitched uh uh it just hits so well i i i feel like the the emotional beats of this story hit for me i know josh you saying like i didn't really respond i totally think though that it has something to do with with loss with with actual like you know joseph joseph fair's lost i'm assuming his brother you know at some point in his life uh back during the conflict in in you know his his lebanese country but at a certain point, like, I feel like people that have had people really close to them and lose them, like, I feel like they can, they can, 
I'm not saying like, oh, we're better than you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we tend to feel probably a little bit more in those moments. We recognize those feelings and they're brought back up. Like I played this in 2013. That was three years after I had lost someone very close to me. You know, so it was it was very easy for me to like draw those back up. Not that I'm like I want to feel that for entertainment's sake, like a sick weirdo. But mostly it was like, a, you know, this is trying to tell me something important. This is trying to tell me something very strong. Like, like the, like the idea that I, I can go throughout life feeling and, and learning from my older brother. I don't have an older brother, but like feeling that I could learn from the person I lo- who lost their life that was close to me. That person, I learned from them. Like I, I now, what I used to rely on them to do, I now do. And I have now learned, and I have been this person. So, like, there is a great symbolism there with that loss, and that I'm not saying like you're wrong for not responding to that or anything like that. No, it's just you're you're very lucky enough to where you haven't had to deal with it yet. Uh, but I feel like it's a very human feeling uh, to have that sense of loss and to respond to that in such a way. And uh, and and you know, this this uh, this this game made me feel that, and, and it was unbelievable because I've people die all the time in games like every single you know you got people that die you know like the gears of war and all that stuff nothing like that even feels close to where it it feels like in this game it it truly feels earned and and emotional and i give the game a nine for that um i don't give it any higher than that only because i feel like some of the puzzles were very easy like, I know, like, you guys are having some trouble and stuff like that, but I actually kind of responded the opposite to the puzzles. Interesting, Interestingly enough, I actually kind of felt like the puzzles didn't didn't challenge me enough or hard enough. I don't think they were hard enough. I just thought it was like, all right, go through the motions, figure it out, get your way through, because the point is the story, right? Like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't really get stuck anywhere. I had had game bugs, which is another knockoff the score, I think. But, you know, you're going to have bugs when you're an indie title and stuff like that. I get it. Like, you're not probably not going to be as refined as this AAA piece. And sometimes, even nowadays, you get, you know, some trouble in those You're not going to be games, as refined but... as EA. Sure. Joke. So, the Q, the Q, yeah, right. The QA, the quality assurance isn't going to be nearly as, as, as tough. But at the same time, like, I still feel like this is a well-made game that actually says something. Like, it's hard, it's hard to even point at a game that we play now nowadays even in our list of games we've played before that actually say something meaningful uh, about life and about being alive and stuff like that and i th- i think that this game pulls it off and that's why i give it such a high score so uh i recommend i always give recommend recommendations of course i recommend playing this in one sitting just like josh said or just like uh Espy said um i feel like if you it's it's a nice compact package that you can you can get through in one you know a couple sittings or one sitting or something like that so yeah. So uh, yeah, nine and and I, Chris, I can only say I recommend you finish this game. I, I I think you will, I think you will at least understand where I'm coming from, rather than you know. That's all I'll say is just just actually finish it and then let me know what you think because I'm I'm actually curious as to when you actually see where it goes and how it's earned and stuff like that. Even though I've practically spoiled everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. There stop is, being there's a dumb, bit of Chris. That. Uh, no, that's kidding, not what I'm, I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I really, I really think that you'll that you'll that you'll see what I mean when I say this. This is this is truly something that should be looked at. It may not be the best game in the world. It may not be the best design game in the world. But there is something done being done here that is emotional and 
and uh and and have something to say and i and i i'm i'm very happy that the three of you were open enough to want to to join together and talk about it here because i think it's 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 our listeners it would be well worth their time as well so i totally agree all right well uh gentlemen uh let's wrap this up real quick uh thank you for uh, taking the time to play this game uh chris sorry you've had some technical difficulties with the game itself but uh, hopefully that doesn't damper your experience to uh, go back and finish it. I I urge you as well to finish the game to see if you have that to have that moment of awesomeness. Hopefully you do. Uh, also, just a heads up for August. You know it's already August here, but this month's game is Inside. Uh, the previous game. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another the, good ending. <laughs> uh, the uh, previous game uh, prior to Inside was Limbo, and I had finished that also in one sitting. Uh, that would uh, uh Limbo is I ultimately did. I did. I did. I did like it a lot. Um, I hear myself a lot too. Uh, I thought the ending was pretty uh, bleak in a way. Uh, mm. Good and get ready uh, for inside because it's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh man, dude, inside's so good though. I love, oh, it. No. I love it. It's you know what? Oh, no. and to be honest, it's a lot easier than than Limbo. I actually think the puzzles in it aren't nearly as killer. Some of the stuff in Limbo, I'm like, I don't understand it. I'm quitting. Like I don't actually. Yeah. I think I got like a three fourths the way through the game, never finished it. But uh, I finished but inside, and I, and I should, I should finish. I really should finish it. That kind of has me excited. Then. I can't you, wait for you guys to see the. You're gonna like it. I never it's, finished Braid because gonna, of how hard the puzzles were, and I'm gonna go back. No, no, this is not even like not even close to that. This is, yeah. I, I, God, fuck it. If 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 atmosphere is is to describe Limbo, uh, Inside has it in like times ten. It yeah. Is so it is so. Do you finish it, Josh? Yes, I did. It's oh really fuck, good. dude, we're gonna really it's good. gonna be so fucking great. You it, guys are gonna love it. Got to the review yet, you guys? I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sorry. yeah. Just it's good. Just know that. Okay. I, also, I also think though that I could say like, I felt like that game and some of the other puzzle puzzle games that I played or games that incorporate puzzles. Like when I finally figure out something I was stuck on, I'm like, oh, duh. Like I can't believe I missed that. Or like you know that's that's clever. Like I should have totally picked up on that or something like that. That that is another problem I have with this game was that I felt like there were. The ones I was stuck on, usually it was like, oh, well, that really, like, that's what I had to do. I don't know. I just had, like, those moments of, like, that's not really that clever. Or, like, I should have figured that out. I don't know. That's how I felt about Limbo sometimes. Are there puzzles? See, my biggest puzzle pet peeve is when it's a puzzle where it's, like, it's not like I I had to be clever and figure something out. It's more like I just had to figure out what the developer wanted me to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we are going to sign off, and then oh, hey, uh, no, pri- more thing. More no, thing. what? I'm sorry. I, gotta, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but oh Jesus Christ! I say month after that, people out there, if you want to play this, time month after that, we're doing Shadow of Mordor, or yeah, how yeah. I, yeah, I would Middle Earth now, Shadow of Mordor, it's big. or how I learned I to stop worrying about story and enjoy the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Anyway, sorry. Shots, the shots, the shots. <laughs> good. I like it. All right. Okay.
Okay. Anyway, uh, for all things co-op mode reviews, you can find us on the internet, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, that social media, that social media stuff. Uh, also, all of our episodes is on our website, co-modereviews.com, where you can stream all the episodes at your disposal. If streaming is not your flavor, you can download our episodes off of iTunes and Google Play for those lovely, lovely Android users. Chris and um, yeah, yeah, good for you. You don't even listen to our episodes, so people fuck off. Know, anyway, those of, us, those of us don't live, like to live under totalitarian regime. Regime. <laughs> that is <laughs> <laughs> iOS. <laughs> uh, oh, we're on God fire tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. Doesn't work. Yeah. If you prefer yeah. your phone not assembled by slave labor. <laughs> God. That's it. We're signing off. Okay, guys. Bye. I'm joking. I'm making light about something really fucking serious. <laughs> I'm still so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to go to work tomorrow? <laughs> yes, I do. And I got to go <laughs> early. Oh, shit. Support, what am I going to do? Strategy for a Monday night. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I'll just relax with a glass of wine. Ah, fuck it, I could have another one. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Where's my wife? Oh, she's working shit. Uh...